we're here. We're doing it. We're recording again. We're getting back into the swing of things. Hi, I'm Jacqueline Carmen, an international board certified lactation consultant. And I'm Ruth Green, an international full spectrum doula. And this is the Having a Baby in China podcast. As a reminder, this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. The views expressed here are the personal opinions of individuals and do not necessarily reflect any official stance or recommendation by having a baby in China. Hey, Ruth, welcome back. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I had these like grand ideas that we could even record over the summer. Like once we got to the States, I was like, oh, I have all these things that I want to share and we could do like a summer bonus episode. And then here we are <laughs> and we missed yeah. an entire summer and fall. And by the time this airs, it's going to be 2024. I can't believe yeah. how much time has passed, but yeah. we're here. We're doing it. We're recording again. So I'm very proud of us. Yeah, I know. We both had a very busy summer. You had several things that went on. And after not being able to leave China for so many years, yeah, we had a lot to catch up on. But then also I moved house and I still feel like I'm still settling in. And I'm sure I will continue to settle in for the next <laughs> six months. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, how about you? What you had a bunch of stuff happen over the summer. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So we had this like amazing, amazing whirlwind trip through the UK and then Paris and then Los Angeles, then got up to Oregon, was finally reunited with my family. Uh I like literally cried tears of joy. Like I was just just crying in the airport. I finally was back together with my family and it was, yeah, it was my parents' 50th anniversary. So that was really, really exciting to be able to be back in time for that. We got back like three days before, two days before their anniversary. And, and then there was like the church potlucks celebrating it. And then we went on a trip to Great Wolf Lodge, which is a super fun place in the States, like an indoor water park hotel thing. Yeah. We've never done that, fun. like our whole family altogether. We've done like my parents and my immediate family, but not like all 20, some of us. So that was great. And then about, Halfway through the summer, my dad had a stroke and spent three and a half weeks in the hospital. Mm. And that was amazing to be there at that time and to be able to actually spend overnights in the hospital with him. We as family members took turns whenever the hospital would let us have somebody up there. Mm -hmm. And then he passed away like three and a half weeks mm. after the stroke. Yeah. And then, yeah, was we went through the whole like planning the memorial and an internment that was neat to be able to be there and be a part of. And then we got on a plane and flew back to China. So it was really like the most intense, I call it like tragically beautiful or tragically perfect, something along those lines. Like it was mm -hmm. so incredible that we got to do all of those travels and see all the people and, and celebrate yeah. with my parents and all of that. And then still actually be there for the second half of the summer, which was a completely different kind of summer of hospital visits and memorial and all of that. We also had to say goodbye to my husband's grandmother, who is a very close member of our family. We weren't sure that she would pass away after we left, but we were pretty certain. And she did indeed um, in November pass. So yeah, it, it's been a lot. Then we came back and, you know, jumped straight into like, we had to do a run to Beijing for passports, yeah. which is a whole, mm -hmm. whole thing. We could do an episode yeah. on, <laughs> we could totally do a podcast yeah. episode on Passports in China, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had to travel up to Beijing, but that was fun because you guys had to do your passports too. So we actually like yep. met yep. up and went together, and that was fun. And then means race, my baby yeah. is five. Ah, yep, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Then you have to go pick it up, and anyways, it's just been quite. It's been quite the fall, and I've had a very busy fall client wise, which has been fun. Yeah, it's great. It's been a very intense few months. I think I felt like. The COVID years were so hard and so long (laughs) (laughs) that I was like, okay, we just got to get to the summer and then we'll be able to like relax a bit. And then it's actually kind of been just as intense, but in a completely different way. Yeah, very different. It's like, hey, everything that we haven't been able to do, let's do it now. (laughs) Yes, because you're part of the international schools. And so I feel like the schools especially are like, let's do every fall trip, youth trip, staff meeting that you haven't been able to do in forever. Yeah. Our calendar has been full on my kids. Yeah. Sports, drama. And then your husband's been traveling a lot, right? Yes. Yes. So yeah, a couple different things in that like COVID restriction has lifted. So now you can plan on traveling. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before he would travel, but it would be more like Okay, there's no restrictions here. We can go right now, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> go and come back before another restriction happens. But yeah, no, there's a lot of, yeah, traveling for sure. You guys went to the UAE, right? You got to go yes. with him on one of those work trips. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Man, it has been a really busy six months, Jacqueline. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it really has. But yeah, yeah, we're still chugging along and here we are. Here we are. So yeah, since I think for this first episode of season two, we'd like to kind of look back at our last episode that we recorded, which was tips on traveling. And as we look forward to, and we're going into another season of travel with the Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year, I think just going back and reviewing what the tips that we found were good or things that we want to revise <laughs> moving forward into this new season. What were some of those things that were like, yes, that worked amazing or no, I wouldn't do that again? Yeah. So my number one that I definitely was like, absolutely, is the Ziploc bags, like having Ziploc bags for everything, but Mm. especially for the clothes, right? And so like in each carry-on, I had a Ziploc bag for an extra change of clothes. So first off, change of clothes. Mm -hmm. I know we really hit hard on that. And we did. We used a lot of our changes of clothes. You can't ever predict who and where, so yeah, (laughs) or when, but that's why you have them. And so yes, I take an outfit for each person and I put it in a Ziploc bag and I have that in one of our main carry-ons. And then like you pointed out, when there's a mess, like somebody spills or throws up or pees or I don't know, all sorts of stuff. We had one flight or one of our children did all of those things. (laughs) It was epic. You know, we went through not only his clothes, but his brother's clothes. (laughs) It's a good thing they're close enough in size, I guess. Anyways, yeah. So having that in the plastic bag and then you have the plastic bag then to put the gross icky clothes that you have to put it in so it's not just about having extra clothes it's about like also having it contained in that ziploc so you can just grab it pull it out change their clothes stick the icky stuff in and then tuck it away 
So that was great. One thing that I always laugh at myself is I always have these high aspirations, especially being on our wonderful groups. I do love our groups and people are so great at just encouraging people to not have screen time and to limit their kids screen time and all that. So I'm like, all right, I am going to plan activities, even though I know I won't use them. I am going to plan and pack some different activities for each of the kids. And so I bought them some different activity books and I had one in each of their backpacks and I don't know. I had some different like Play-Doh type things. And you know what? We didn't hardly use it at all. (laughs) I just, I get onto those flights or I get into that travel and I'm like, I don't know. I suggest it to my kids or I say, okay, you need to do an activity before you watch something on the screen or whatever. And And they will, but it just feels like we're hauling a lot of stuff that we don't actually use. Yeah, I actually didn't pack or buy or anything. I usually I do, but I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. And my five-year-old, who was four at the time, she went berserk. It was like, now this isn't on the flight. We were actually driving. We drove 5,000 miles while in America. It was crazy amount of driving. And she went crazy. It was just like, oh my goodness, I'm the worst mother ever because I've let her be on screens and now she has no imagination and she doesn't know how (laughs) to just sit and like look out the window and like use her. Anyways, so at gas stations, I would like buy something and that was a little bit helpful. Yeah. For like 10 minutes. For her, especially because the screen is, it's fine when she has it, but then when we turn it off, she is a nightmare. Mm. But anyways, I know we're not really talking about that. We're talking about airplanes and I'm always about like, yep, you just do what you have to do to To get get through. To get to the other side. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, there is a big difference between like, okay, this is a one or two day plane trip and this is how we actually have to exist for the next four or five or six weeks as we're going from home to home to home, you know, like when it's an extended period of travel time, then needing to have a few more routines and alternatives and everything. But, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, And yeah, and we ran into that a lot too, because we were traveling a lot. We were in, like I said, we did three different cities in the UK and then Paris and then LA and then Oregon. So it was several, several weeks of travel. And so I also found that I had to make sure that my kids got other ways of entertainment, other types of entertainment, not just screens along the way, because yeah, you pay for it in the end. I did have one thing I wanted to add though, because Yeah, it proved to be really helpful in the end. My husband came up with it after we had a bit of a disaster. So we landed in London uh, late at night and we don't usually travel with a car seat internationally because um, my parents always pick us up and they bring our car seats in the States. So we don't want to have to haul everything on the airplanes and all that. But because we were spending several days traveling through the UK and then we were going to be in LA, we were like, all right, we really need to take our car seat and boosters with us. And so I bought like a special travel car seat, which I loved. Then we packed it all up and I, you know how you like have these carrying bags. So I had this bag and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll put the car seat in the bag and I'll even throw like the booster seats in it. So they're all contained in one thing. It'll be so convenient. Mm -hmm. And we got to London And they took forever to get us our bags. And then our bags were like the first ones off the plane. We grabbed our bags. We walked off. We went to the bus station, which was like in the airport. 
And about 30 minutes later, I realized we completely forgot to grab the bag with the car seats because we never travel with car seats. So I was like, well, it's no big deal. Like it's only been like 45 minutes. Like my husband can run back and get them. So he runs back. And what do you know? Heathrow Airport on a Friday night closes at 9 p.m. Okay, living in Asia, (laughs) having traveled around and stayed in so many different airports like overnight, this was like mind blowing to me that an airport, an international airport, like the biggest international airport in the country, I think, right? Isn't Heathrow the biggest in England? Yeah, I think so. Closed at 9 (laughs) p.m. And so they're like, sorry, you have to come back tomorrow. But we couldn't. We were like getting on a bus. To go to Scotland, a whole nother country. (laughs) And so anyways, we completely lost all. And it wasn't even just our car seat. It was this whole bag of car seat boosters and everything. And it was a huge hassle because in every place that we went, we had to arrange for a new car seat. Thankfully, our friends and relatives were able to find them for us along our trip. Yeah. But it was it was really frustrating. So, okay, I tell that story because the idea that he had is take a picture of your family Mm -hmm. With all of your bags, like in front of you, you know, so it's like a, hey, look, we're on our way Mm -hmm. to your family or whatever, like we're on our way. And then it has all of your bags there. And then when you go to pick up your luggage, you look at the picture and you make sure (laughs) that you have all of the bags that are in the picture. And so then we did do that for like the whole rest of the trip. Mm -hmm. And it was really helpful to make sure. Oh, okay, Not just like numbers. You can also just count like, okay, I know that we have nine bags. Well, I have nine pieces of checked luggage or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Something about the visual aspect of it was helpful or having that easy way to go back and look. Yeah. So anyways, that was our major disaster of travel, which I had to remind myself as much stress as it was to over and over and over again have to like rearrange another car seat and boosters. We were so thankful that that was literally like the worst. Oh no, we had one other disaster happen. We land in Los Angeles again on a Friday night (laughs) to find out that our rental car company closed 30 minutes before. Oh no. Yeah. We arrive and I'm like trying to figure out which bus or, you know, where to get it or whatever. And so I'm looking up their phone number and my little Google maps or whatever I was using was like, this place was closed. I'm like, how can it be closed? It's 5 p.m. on a Friday night in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. So that was also a disaster because then we're like spending so much time trying to get hold of Travelocity, who we booked it through, trying to get hold of the company itself, all this stuff, and just spending forever on hold with all these different people. And then in the end, having to rebook a whole nother car and that was more expensive. But again, I just remember thinking like, if this is the worst thing that happens, we're really, really blessed and fortunate because yeah, they were both very, very small disasters. I mean, disaster is really a strong word, but it feels like a crisis in the moment. Yeah. Especially as your husband's like running through Heathrow Airport at full speed to get back to you because your bus is about to take you and your children to another country and he has all the passports and you have all the bags and you're like, is he going to get here in time? It was very stressful, but he made it as we were getting on the bus. Now, what about you? Did you have any big like, oh, this was harder or like unexpected things? That was like a whole lifetime ago. (laughs) I know. As far as tips and stuff, no, 
I tried to pack lightly because I don't like carrying all the stuff. And so I know that they're just going to be on electronics. So I didn't pack anything. And if we needed something, I just bought it in the airport, which actually I didn't really even need. My only stressor thing. So, you know, I mentioned my daughter was going to go on a trip by herself. And so she was traveling on her own. Yes. And I thought, oh, we'll arrange it so that we're traveling around the same time. The problem with that was then I was in the air and if something went wrong, then I couldn't like Mm. fix it. Yeah. Which there was a lot of drama leading up to it, but nothing happened during. And of course, she's with another adult that was chaperoning the trip, but so they could help. But anyways, it was all fine. But if I were to do it again, I would not travel at the same time. Yeah, that makes sense. Regarding the food, I put together a plastic baggie of snacks for each of my kids and put it in either their backpack or their designated carry-on, so whether they were carrying it or not. Mm -hmm. And I found that really helpful because, especially in a large family where we end up being in like two or three different rows, having food, whether they could get to it or I could get to it at their feet was really helpful. We also have like a general like family food bag that we carry a bunch of snacks in, but Having just a little thing that the older ones could just help themselves to as they needed was really helpful. And they weren't always like, mom, can you get me? Mom, can you get me? Or like the littler ones, it was in their backpack underneath their seat. And so when I went over to help them, I could just get it out really easy. So that was super helpful as far as food. Sometimes it felt like, oh, why am I going through the work of dividing everything up? But it also made them feel special too. They're like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is my little bag of goodies of these things that I don't normally get. Mm -hmm. And so- And they were, I was impressed. They were pretty good at like moderating how fast they went through them. They didn't just like eat it all at once or anything. But I did that like before each set of flights. So each time I'd kind of reset their little pack of snacks. Mm. And that was really helpful. I actually, I did buy my kids a little toy Mm -hmm. or something. And on our first leg, we actually traveled with some friends to Mm. like Korea. And that actually was really fun especially like dealing with this is the first time leaving the country and like yeah the nervousness of being the first time to see family and friends that overseas that we haven't seen in so many years it was good and the I like bought like I don't know these dice this foam dice that the kids all had fun like as we waited for our connecting flight they played lots of games with the dice and that was a lot of fun yeah Yeah. Did you say something about um, medicine? Oh, (laughs) Jacqueline's reading off my notes that I sent her because apparently she does a better job at remembering my notes than I do. (laughs) Yeah. So that was another thing that I was very thankful for, that we always carry a small bottle of acetaminophen, children's Mm -hmm. acetaminophen or paracetamol, and usually also an ibuprofen because some people respond better or worse to others because we have been stuck a couple of different places or like one time when my kids were little one of them got a really high fever like on the airplane and that was really scary because you know you can't go to a pharmacy in the middle of the air (laughs) right Mm -hmm. uh and so yeah we actually did we came down with sickness in Birmingham England and I think looking back it probably was COVID but we didn't know that at the time and so, yeah, it was nice to just already have that medication that I was familiar with, like on hand and not have to go out and seek out a, uh, a pharmacy or anything. So, yeah, I think carrying like your small first aid kit with a little bit of medicine and, you know, 
some ointments or band-aids or whatever can be really helpful too. Yeah. And what I want to say next is like you mentioned earlier, coming up is Chinese New Year. So mm-hmm. any thoughts, Jacqueline, on traveling for Chinese New Year? Because this is the first year we can again. Yeah. Personally, we don't like to travel over the new year because everyone (laughs) does. Or we try to carefully pick the day that like, this is the day that most people are at home. So that's the day when we'll travel. Like I said in the previous episode, I think it's just, you know, you prepare, but then having the expectation that, you know, it's not going to go the way that you hope. And Mm then, yeah. Just be able to enjoy or like find the things that did go well or find something that you do enjoy and Mm -hmm. then kind of like focus on that. Let the little things go. Yeah, I think that I just would want to point out that like you mentioned, there's certain days when everybody is traveling. So I remember one time showing up to the airport and the line was the longest I've ever seen (laughs) all the way across and out to the door and everything. And so if you can be aware of like which days are the high travel days, then planning around that. But if not, or even maybe so, like just making sure that you give yourself extra time anywhere that you go. And you might get on the plane, like if you manage to, like you said, to be on a train when everybody else is doing their jiaozi dumpling dinner, then you might have a mostly empty train. We've had that happen yeah, too. So definitely done that. Yep. Or it might be the extreme opposite in every single seat and, you know, doorway and <laughs> aisle and everything are just completely full. So be prepared for both extremes. And I've also been on that train too. Where everyone is standing, <laughs> there's not even standing room on the train. Yep. And it'll be interesting to see this year because, I mean, last year was the first year that I think China was officially open before Chinese New Year, but people were still a little bit hesitant about traveling. Yeah. And there was a lot of people still sick. So this year is going to be going to be different. Going to be a full back to quote normal, whatever normal is anymore. Chinese New Year. Yeah. All right. Well, Jacqueline, I meant for this to be a short episode, but we've managed to stretch it out like usual, (laughs) mostly due to me because I talk a lot. But yeah, thanks. I'm excited. The Having a Baby in China podcast is back. We're getting back into the swing of things. (laughs) Yes, we are. A few months later than we planned, but we're still here. So, well, it's great to get together with you, Jacqueline. Everyone else, we look forward to hearing from you. Don't forget to reach out leave a review, subscribe, send us DMs. We'd love to hear from you. And we look forward to bringing you another episode next time. Thanks, Jacqueline. Thanks, Ruth. Till next time. Until next time. Bye. Where'd you go now? (laughs) You leave every single time I leave. (laughs) One more time, just in case.